Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of your favorite basketball podcast, Hoops Caviar. This is episode eight, and I am your host, Dante Toro. You can follow me on Twitter, at Dante on Deck. There you can find just about everything you need to find about me, blogs, uh, podcast, uh, Twitter accounts, YouTube series, everything you want to find out about me, you can find there. And as always, I am joined by my, my fabulous co-host, Ryan Sheehan. Ryan, why don't you tell these people what's going on with you today? Uh, you know, everyone, I got up today and I realized it was another day to do hoops caviar. And it was oh, another great. day to tell all you people what is on my mind in the basketball world. Um, so thank you yet again for tuning in to listen to the boys go at it. <laughs> <laughs> We had we do have a lot of stuff to talk about today. I mean, when I say a lot, we don't really have a lot of topics we're gonna get right. into. We just have a lot to talk about this one specific topic. Um, today is Thursday, August twenty seventh. Today would have been um, another day for NBA playoffs. It would have been the start of round two between the Celtics Raptors. It would have been Game Six between the Nuggets and the Jazz. In the clip as well as the Clippers and the Mavs. But for all those listening, I'm sure you all know that the NBA players have decided to boycott the playoff games for thir- for Wednesday and Thursday, yesterday and today. And there's assuming we're, we're thinking that the games are going to be back on Saturday. That Right now is that is what they're thinking. It might come back tomorrow, Friday, August 28th. That has not been confirmed yet. There is still meetings being held that will be held um, to confirm when the the playoffs will resume. But they will resume. They will resume. That was so. That was the tricky thing. Um, you know, when all this stuff started, I personally had a very bad feeling that the season was going to come to a halt. Right. Because, you know, I, I guess I'll just jump into it. When everything coming into the bubble, you know, it wasn't just the the worry about going there, leaving your family and all of that, because when all of this, when moving into the bubble, when all that started, that's when there was riots, there was protests, there was all these things going on uh, surrounding George Floyd that involved multiple NBA players going to these protests, going out, speaking, uh, doing whatever they had to do to send a message, to use their platform in a way to spark change. And coming to the bubble, these NBA players wanted to use their platform, the NBA platform, to continue to spread that message, even though they wouldn't be there for the protest because they're in the bubble. Now, with this, an, another shooting, another shooting, um, the, the guy gets shot seven times in the back going into his car. Uh, he had his kids in the car with him. And, and the video, I mean – as as a white as a white person i could never relate to something like that happening i can never i can't tell you an experience where you know i've ever gone through something of that severity but you watch that stuff and it just really makes you sick to your it makes your stomach turn it makes you sick to your stomach it makes you think about what is going on in this world and these nba players obviously you know a lot of these players have experienced things like these they have they know people that have gone through these things. Unfortunately, some of these players might even know someone that has fallen victim to police brutality. And that's the reason why they boycotted. Because what they're doing in the bubble so far isn't 
doing what they wanted it to do at this point. They're, they're, they're kneeling. They're putting, you know, uh, messages on the back of their jerseys. They're, you know, they're using their platform in any way possible to spark change, uh, all these things, and it's not working. Boycotting, Ryan, I'll, I'm, I'm just going off a little bit right now, but I'll let you, I'll let you give your thoughts when I'm done. Um, basically, these boycotts, you know, people might say, don't bring politics into sports. Like, what, who are they to do all this stuff? They boycotted because it caused people to, to talk about it. It caused people to actually rethink why they're doing it. People weren't talking about the NBA and what they're doing as much as they have the past few days. What they did, I applaud what they did, these NBA players. I, I 100 and a million percent side with them. I agree with them because people weren't listening to them, and now they are. They used their time to spread uh, – to talk to spread messages sterling brown george uh george hill on the milwaukee bucks sterling brown wasn't a victim but he was he's been involved in instances where you know he was racially profiled where he got in trouble with the police and he almost got his life taken away it is it's hard for me to talk about it like i said earlier because i can't relate to it but the most i can do and i can say is that i'm listening is that I am doing my hardest to understand what these players are going through, what's going through their head. And I want to be able to help. I want to be able to become more knowledgeable, to, to think wiser, to do anything I can to understand where my black brothers and sisters are coming from. And, you know, I, I want to say that I, I, I think it'll end soon, but this is, this is something that just won't end it won't no. end overnight. It, it just mm-hmm. isn't. So that's why it's so important for especially kids our age to listen, listen to what these people are saying and spark change in any way that we can. Voting, going out to protests, making your voice heard. Listen, you go into these protests, you're a white person. <laughs> you don't have to worry about anything. And I'm not saying that like it, it's a shame that that's how it is. But like if you're, you don't have to worry about being profiled or being harmed like a black person a black person does and that is just the biggest shame but that's when we have to use our privilege to our advantage where we can stand side by side with our black brothers and sisters and stand up with them and fight this with them i went on a tangent i'm sorry i'm just kind of going off the top of my head right now um but it's just like you know how many more times does this have to happen for for something to actually change for change to be sparked you know we go we do these protests we do these speeches all these things and for a while it makes you think that that is working but then this happens again another person gets shot it's i just don't know i, I don't know when it's going to end i wish i could tell you i, I think it'll end but i i don't know it, it, i really don't so ryan you take over that that's just that's what i'm gonna say for now no that was Really good thoughts you had, and you, uh, I'm like a lot of there's just been a lot of stuff going through my head about the whole situation. Um, I was actually talking to my friend yesterday about the NBA, and um, if they ended up canceling the season again, this they would have made the two biggest moves out of everyone this year, and I think that's why the NBA is 
in my opinion, the most respectable, respectable league there is right now and shows that they have their shit together. Because if you look at other leagues, they struggle to get their leagues going, back running up again, except for the NHL. NHL was fine for the most part. But the NBA sparked the whole quarantine thing. Rudy Gobert, you know, sparked the whole quarantine. And the NBA was the first, you know, major league other than like the Ivy who had canceled the day before, I'm pretty sure, to cancel. And it sparked everything. That's where everything started. And again, now with this, the whole league coming together and boycotting these games, like this was one of the biggest moves we've seen this year again. And it's again, it's from the NBA. And I have no problem with it whatsoever. And I have the full, like, all the respect to every single player, every GM, everything there, because they're trying to do something for not just them, but for everybody. And it's very hard as an athlete to do that because, you know, fans and, you know, reporters forget they are people too. They have their own thoughts and they are very intelligent people. And people forget that they also watch what is going on. And when I hear people that say just like shut up and dribble and all that shit, I hate it. Because these guys have better opinions than you saying that clearly. And you not giving them the chance to even speak and listen to what they have to say shows that you are looking at them for entertainment rather than watching for who they are. You know, yes, they're entertainment, but they're fucking people. And I have so much respect for them. I do. I love it. I even tweeted it out um, as soon as it happened. If you love the NBA, you should respect this move because you should. And, you know, this is where change has to start. These players are done with it. They've been put in front of us for years. And to for what? You know what I mean? For what? We're looking at them and they're making money, you know, but they're also making money for all these other people, all these organizations, everything. But when it comes to social justice, you have to listen. Like, so now it's time. Now they're done with it. And now they're using their platform in the, in the way they feel is correct. And I love it. So um, it's really tough with everything going on. And with you, I've never been put in a position like many of these people have. So honestly, all I want to do is listen. And I want to see what we can do because obviously there has to be change in some sort of way. And, you know, I know this is just a basketball podcast, but it, there has to be change in that in, in the system. So um, that's just me in the police system. In that fact, you know, in my opinion, you don't get rid of it. I think you have to fix it. But yeah, Dante. So that that's what my thoughts on it. Um, I'm so happy the NBA will resume. Um, I was sad that we were possibly losing them again. But I think the largest thing to come out of it was that the two teams in the league that probably had the best chance to win it all were the first ones to leave that room yesterday. And the arguably the greatest player of all time was the first man to step out of that room. And the reason why I thought the NBA was going to stop was because whatever LeBron does, the whole league does. And everyone should listen to LeBron. And that's what it, that's what it is. So I really thought 
you know, the NBA was done. Once Braun was the first one to step out of the room, that's what I thought. But I'm happy they're back. I'm happy they're starting to figure things out. But, you know, two days isn't going to do anything. Yeah. So it's a continued conversation. And we really need to see something significant happen. It's a never-ending conversation we've heard from numerous people the past few days. Chris Weber made a powerful statement on um on you could see of, his emotions really you you see coming their, over him too it, it i think that's the stuff that it gets me you can hear one thing you could hear people saying things but you see the pain you see the sadness you see the anger in their eyes in the, in the way that they're talking doc rivers i mean that was probably the the one that struck me the most he he said, we keep loving this country and this country doesn't, does not love us back. It, it, it's so hard to relate. I, I said this before, but it, it's just, it's the truth. It's so hard to relate to these types of people. And these conversations that we're having are never ending. It's, it's always, you, you got to keep an open dialogue. You got to keep talking about these things. Um, it, it's powerful. It, it's powerful when you have, the top tier NBA players like LeBron James, like the Lakers, like the Clippers leading the way, sparking, sparking a movement, I guess would be the right way to put it because if the season was going to end, it was going to be because of those teams. It was going to be because of LeBron and what he did. Um, And I think just moving forward, I'm curious and I'm very intrigued by how the NBA is going to continue to allow the players to not only use their voices, use their platforms to, to spark change, to spread a message, but how more they're going to do it than how they are right now. You know, we see the kneeling, we see the messages on the back of the jerseys, but it's obvious that that's not doing anything. So what does the NBA do now? I don't know. I don't know if you have any ideas of what the NBA could be doing moving forward, but it's just like, it's hard it's hard for NBA players to be able to do what they want to do while in the bubble. There's only, you're restricted of doing certain things. You obviously can't go out and protest. You can't leave. You can't be with your families. You can't do this and that. And it's upsetting. But at the same time, these players knew what they got themselves into when they were going into the bubble. And that's why I'm, I'm happy that the season is continuing because the majority of the NBA players were based like, okay, we came down here, let's finish what we started. And let's go from there. And then when this is all done, you can go back, do what you have to do, and then see what happens next season. Um, but if the season ended, I'd have no issue with it. I'd have no issue with it whatsoever because this is the, this is there are things in life <laughs> that are bigger than basketball, that are bigger than sports. We look at these people every on our TVs almost every night. A lot of people look at them as entertainers, like you said. They're just there to entertain us. They get paid millions of dollars to put a basketball in a hoop, do all these things. But they're people, just like me and you. They have an opinion, just like me and you. And that's how, that's how people should be looking at them, as human beings, not entertainers. Shut up and dribble? No, that's not, that's not right. Yes, they're athletes. 
yes, they have a certain skill set. They have a different job than a typical nine to five that someone does, that someone works. But they're still a human being. They still know what they're talking about. They've gone through these things more. They've experienced issues in their life that we will never experience. And that is why we listen. And that is why we have to do our hardest to understand what they're saying, what they're going through and use our privilege in any way we can to create and spark change and keep progressing and moving forward. It's not something that's going to happen overnight. This has been an issue. (laughs) This has been something that has been going on since forever. I I saw a tweet earlier. It was, um, we've only ever seen NBA players boycott a game once. This is from Ellie Duncan, uh, ESPN. She goes, it was an exhibition game in 1961 and Bill Russell with a handful of other Celtics sat out in protests of racial injustice. The fact that we are still doing this 50 years later for the same thing should be incredibly telling. That happened almost 50 years ago and now we're boycotting because of basically the same exact thing. Um, It's hard it's hard to wrap my mind around this. I didn't really come into this podcast with like, you know, notes, something prepared saying. So everything I'm saying is really just at the top of my head coming from my heart. Um, I I just really want to see the NBA and these athletes um, do, do more, not in the sense that they, they're not doing, I'm not saying like they need to do more, like they they are trying their hardest, but I'm, I'm curious to see how they're going to continue to do more and how they're going to um, spark change in more ways than they are now. So do, do you have, I mean, what, what's going through your mind, Ryan? Like, do, do you have any ideas of how you think that the NBA could do this? Like, while they're in the bubble, at least? You know. Like, what can they do? You know what I mean? Like, what more could they do? I Like, I've been thinking about that the entire time we've been doing this, actually, when you've been speaking. It's just like, what can they possibly do, mm-hmm. honestly? You know, it's just like one of those things like like they they have to get through the season, but it's just going to be so difficult because that is just on their mind the entire time, mm-hmm. you know? And how do you play when you have that on your mind the entire time? Like, it's just, I, I don't know how they do it. I don't know, like, do you, does every game, you know, sit out the first quarter, you know, like, so you're ready to play and then you walk off the court and you just like sit on the bench or something and let the tv still play you still do the tv timeouts every four minutes like do you do something like that like um it's just like there's so many things you you can do now like you're stuck in that situation you know like they can kneel um they've been doing that they're allowed to speak they've been doing that they're allowed to wear stuff on their jerseys to keep the conversation going and then after that what do you do because it's not like they can actually leave the arena um, maybe in this time they can use their platform to start, you know, trying to contact upper officials in the government or something like that while they're in their rooms and maybe as a whole as a league. But it's just like, what else can you do when you're down there in that, in that bubble where you can't go off campus, you, you can't do anything. So mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what they could possibly do. 
And that's why NBA players wanted to leave because they, they understand that there is only so much they can do in the circumstances that they are in. You're in a bubble. <laughs> You're in a bubble. You can't leave. You can't go out. You can't do any of these things. And it holds you back. You know right now if the NBA season wasn't on or wasn't around, you know someone like Jalen Brown would be out at protests. You know he would be out speaking in front of large crowds. But he can't do that. And I'm not just seizing. I'm not saying it would just be Jalen Brown. There's a, out of the 300 or so NBA players that are currently in the bubble, I can guarantee you like at least two, 250 of those guys would do the same thing. They use their platform. They use their voices to be heard, to to speak for people that don't have the platform or voice they have. They're the voice of the voiceless, you can say. Um, And you know what? You know what it comes down to, Ryan. Too, it's like it really shouldn't have to be said. It goes without being said. But people just need to to love each other. Why? I feel like it's so exhausting to have hate in your heart, to have that mindset that you see someone and you racially profile them thinking that they did something wrong because of the color of their skin or, you know, Nick Wright uh, put out a, he made a powerful statement uh, today. Say we want about Nick Wright, but you know, when it comes to stuff like this, he, he really, um, he really used his platform for the greater good and spreading a pot and spent, spent, Spreading a message, he was talking about how he has a black son um, and how his son was racially profiled. This woman was saying that these kids stole, stole a car, stole something, and she said that she was going to call the cops on them because she just assumed they were the ones that did it. Um, I can't imagine, as I know I'm not a father, I don't have any kids, I don't have a wife, I don't have anything like that, but I can't imagine the fear the, the pain in your heart that when you hear something like that, when, when it's your kid that has to go through stuff like that, a young kid, the kid was 18 at the time. I think he said in the video, the, we have people out there wearing badges, wearing these, uh, these, these suits thinking that they're here to protect us, but they're actually out to harm people. There are, there are people, there are cops out there that are deliberately trying to harm black black people because they're a different color skin than they are i don't there's no room for that in this world not in this country in this world it pains me that people see others of a different of a different race of a different sexuality of a different religion any different everyone's different everyone every single person on this earth is different from each other and just because you have a different color skin doesn't mean you should be treated any lesser any differently than someone of my skin color. It's just not right. And it's always been, it's been like this for so long. I don't know when it'll ever change. I don't know if we'll ever change because the system has to be rebuilt from the ground up. People need to vote. People need to go out. People need to continue to use their voice to spread positivity and spread love and fuck all the cops that go after and target black people. Those people should never have been given the opportunity to become a cop, to 
to at to be quote unquote protectors of people in the United States. Um, and that's all I really have to say about that. I mean, like, it go, it goes without being said, but just love each other. I don't know why people can't just love one another. They just assume things based off of how they look, all this stuff. And it's just, it's painful. It, it, it's, it, it's painful, especially when there's videos that come about and you, and you have to watch them and you just see, you just see the pain. You see <laughs> how crooked it is and how wrong it is. But that is what is happening in this world. And it happens way too often. Um, and it needs to stop. But obviously we know that. <laughs> so Ryan, do you, have, uh, do you have anything to throw in there? I know we're just kind of going back and forth right now. Yeah. But I feel like this is like, you know, this, just the type of conversation we're having. It's just, you know, go back and forth, bounce off each other here. I just hope, you know, the players can find something that can be impactful. You know, it's just, I don't know what else they can possibly do. Um, like, it's just, they have a lack of resources, basically. And honestly, if the season didn't end, like, I would be upset, but it's ending for a good reason. Mm-hmm. And I can't be upset at that. You know, I'd be upset that I wouldn't be able to see my, you know, all the talented players play still, you know what I mean? And, like, just be able to, like, see those guys. Like, all these guys that I, like, turn on the TV for, you know, set aside time for all the time, you know. But I would understand. Like, it wouldn't really affect me that much, you know. It's yeah, just, no. <laughs> it, it wouldn't affect of- me that much. I can go online and watch replays of games and everything yep. like that. So, people just want something to complain about. They just don't, like actually care about the person and that's mm-hmm. the issue you know so i i don't know it's just there's not much more i can say on the situation than it's just we need change we need people to just love each other it's like that easy it's not hard it's, to love other people that's why i'm saying i feel like it's tiring having hate in your heart and just not loving everyone like how hard is it to do that Seriously, how hard is it to just love the person next to you? That person is a different skin color from you. Okay, so what? I mean, I'm a religious person. I believe in God. I believe that God created everyone in his own eye, in his own vision. He created everyone, you know, to love each other. We're all equal. We look different. We might sound different. We have different languages. We have different religious beliefs, but we're all equal and we're all here for the same reason and that's to love each other and take care of each other and right now i'm not seeing a lot of that you don't think going back to what you said it's just a game of basketball it's just a sport um you don't think i would be right now tip off would be in three hours for celtics raptors like i i i wish you know i'd be watching that you know that's something i was looking forward to since since um they closed out the first round but I'm not upset that I'm missing it because I know that it's for a good reason that the game isn't on. And I stand by the players. I, I hear them. I, I, I'm with them throughout all of this. And that, that won't change whether the season's canceled or not. I'm always going to side with them and support everything that they do. Um, and I hope the NBA finds ways to, you know, 
step up ways that they can spark conversation, um, allow the players to do things that, um, I don't know, can set an example to something different. I don't know how. I'm sure that the NBA players have some ideas in mind, and I'm sure that they have gone over these ideas many times in the past 24 hours probably, um, and we'll continue to have those conversations. But it's just something we have to wait and see and see what happens. Um, but we don't have to wait and see. Uh, we don't have to wait uh, for me to tell everyone here to love each other, to see each other as the same. We're all the same. Treat everyone with respect love one another um and just don't hate man just don't hate i mean you don't have we don't have to wait for that to happen you can start that right now by changing the hate in your heart eliminating that learn to love each other and i guess one thing i want to close out on too is just listen if you're not educated on this stuff if you don't know Listen, I'm not the most educated person in the world. When most it comes people to this just got to listen. Yeah. Most just people listen. just got to listen. Like, I, I feel like I'm saying these things, and at the same time, I still feel like, um, like I'm not as educated as a ton of like some of my friends, other people. But I want to be. I want to listen. I want to continue to learn and understand what my black brothers and sisters are going through, understand, learn how I could help, and just do anything in my power to create change spark change and that that's 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 how i'm gonna leave it off so ryan if you have any closing thoughts words uh throw them out there i would say the biggest thing is to listen honestly just listen to what's going on listen to what all these athletes are saying there's a reason behind it and if you haven't really noticed the issue after all these years beginning with colin kaepernick and you haven't been fully able to understand it then i'm sorry for you honestly you just gotta keep listening yeah that's all i gotta say you can't you can't come back with this and that he did this she did that oh what about this no just listen okay and that's yeah. all i got everyone love each other treat everyone with respect listen and be smart don't don't just, you know, especially with social media, you see a bunch of things being shared here and there. Be smart with what you share, with what you see, um, and how you respond. Um, and fact yeah. check. And fact, fact check. check. There's a, so much stuff on social media that just isn't, isn't I real. Get caught, I get caught not fact checking people, sometimes. And it people say stuff. things to change a narrative, to make it look bad, and it's just like you got to make sure. If you see something, make sure it's true before you you know, you know give your opinion, whatever it is. But most importantly, listen, love each other, and just stay safe. That's all we really have for today. Uh, my name is Dante, Dante Toro. You can follow me on Twitter, at Dante on Deck. You can find all types of basketball stuff, like I mentioned earlier. Ryan, uh, why don't you tell everyone where they can find you as well? You can find me at 401Shin on Twitter. Uh, that's where you can find all my stuff about basketball and everything going on. I have my own podcast called Sheehan's World. I'm currently on a break with, but you can find that at Sheehan's World Pod on Instagram. And then also Chasing Banners is what I do with Dante. And I'm wearing the merch for it right now. So, if you want a nice white tee that's comfy as all hell, and I rock it at the gym, 
because mm-hmm. it's nice. Get a nice sweat in it. And then go check that out um, in our store. And you can use code banners to save 10% off anything in the store. Guy Boston Sports. Shout out Guy Boston. Uh, but thank you guys for listening. We'll be back next week. Um, we'll be talking about, you know, we'll be back talking about basketball. Hopefully have more positive things to go over. But um, thank you guys for listening. Hope you have a great day. Love you all. Stay safe. And uh, God bless.